with that, I'll just like to say a very big welcome to this week's episode of Value Nigeria Podcast. It's a podcast where we daily improve our investing practice in a bid to invest profitably and safely using the timeless lessons of value investing. How has your week been? I hope you've had a wonderful time. Last week on the podcast, we had an exciting chat with um, Dr. Tayo Oyedeji, who is the CEO and founder of Overwood Nigeria. If you haven't listened to that episode, come on, believe me, you need to go back and listen to last week's episode. It was really exciting. It was a blast. I had a wonderful time. And judging by the quality of the feedback that we've gotten after that episode, it's obvious that it wasn't just me that had that experience. We've gotten loads of feedback. People really love that episode and I'm really proud of that chat. Now, this week we'll be talking about something a little bit related to what we talked about last week. We'll be talking about real estate investing with particular emphasis on investing in the stock market. Now, there's a particular group of stocks that are called the Real Estate Investment Trusts. An acronym is REIT. That's a REIT. So REITs are a group of stocks that um, are quite misunderstood and people don't really take as much advantage of them as they should. So our focus on this week's episode of the podcast will be about investing in REITs and the advantages and the disadvantages of having REITs in your portfolio and how best you can take advantage of them. Just before we go ahead, one more reminder, everything we talk about on this podcast is all for educational purposes. None of it constitutes investment advice. If you need advice on what to buy or what to do, speak to your stockbroker or speak to your investment advisor. Now, investing in real estate is quite a common investment vehicle, particularly in Nigeria. Most of our parents, quite a lot of elderly ones or quite a a lot of young people themselves have bought one parcel of land or the other or has built one building or the other. Or, you know, real estate is quite ubiquitous and it's something a lot of people do. Investing in real estate involves either buying a parcel of land or putting up a building with the aim of collecting a rent from tenants who you let out that building to or selling that property, either the land or the building, for a profit at a later date and time. People have made huge returns from real estate, especially when you have a long-term approach to investing in real estate. Unfortunately, there are quite a lot of risks involved in investing in real estate. Now, these risks are not um, peculiar to real estate. They are risks in any form of investment. The more you know about an investment vehicle or an investment class, the less risky it generally is. However, there are some peculiar risks to real estate investing. Uh, One of them is difficulty in identifying the true owner of the land, especially when the land is owned by families or especially when there are a lot of disputes with the land. That could, you know, deter quite a lot of people from purchasing real estate just because they don't want the troubles of dealing with multiple people or having multiple people approaching them to try and get payment for the same parcel of land that they may have purchased from someone else. Other drawbacks to the real estate market include the seasonality, but this is not peculiar to real estate. All investment vehicles tend to be seasonal, tend to have bull and bear cycles per time. Also, there's a risk of having an uncooperative tenant in your building who refuses to leave and refuses to pay the rent. 
There's also the problem of high cost of maintenance for physical buildings, which the owner of the building will have to bear. Now, a particular disadvantage to real estate investing is that it takes quite a lot of capital to purchase a sizable land or put up a decent building, especially in an, in an upscale part of town. Not everybody has this lump sum of capital to put into real estate, so it deters quite a lot of people from coming in. So how is this problem of huge capital solved? That's where REITs have come into the picture. So real estate investment trusts, they tend to solve this problem by pulling funds from a lot of investors. Now, these pooled funds are managed by a fund manager, and the fund manager uses these funds to buy income-generating properties. That's properties that they can let out to tenants and they can get a rent from, or properties that they can sell to people and get a mortgage on. The income generated from these properties are then shared to all fund contributors in the proportion of the capital they've contributed to the pool. So for a fund to actually be classified as a REIT, about 90% of its asset base must be invested in real estate and real estate-related assets, while the remaining 10% can be invested in other income-generating assets, such as fixed-income securities, such as bonds, money market instruments, and so on and so forth. But 90% of the pooled funds must be allocated to real estate and real estate-related assets. Now, there are two broad types of REITs. They can either be open-ended or they can be closed-ended. When a fund is said to be closed-ended, what does this mean? Um, it means that no new additional units of that fund can be created. So at the point in which that fund was launched, a specific amount of a specific number of units were created and it stays that way. It doesn't change, unlike an open-ended fund in which Anyone who needs to or who is interested in buying into that fund can speak to the fund manager and the fund manager can create new additional units and can be sold like new units from scratch. In closed-ended funds, if you want to buy into that fund, you need to go to someone who is already a unit holder of that fund and ask them to sell their units to you. Each time you buy or you sell, you are not buying a fresh or a newly created shares. You are buying off someone else who is selling, except if the company is you know, doing an initial public offering or doing a rights offering. Now, another difference between a closed-ended fund and an open-ended fund is that with closed-ended funds, the price of each unit of the fund is determined by market forces. That's the forces of demand and supply. So the unit price is very different from the underlying book value or the net asset value of that fund. Unlike open-ended funds in which the value of each unit or the price of each unit of the fund trades within a very close band of the net asset value of that fund or of the book value of the fund. So the price of an open-ended fund is maintained within a close range while in a closed-ended fund the value of each unit is left to demand and supply to market forces. Now at present there are three rates listed on the floor of the Nigerian Exchange Group and uh, we'll just talk briefly about each of them. Now the first is an um, SFS rate. Uh, it was formerly called Sky Shelter Fund when it was launched 
the present price of this fund is about um, 67 naira 90 kobo per unit and in the last 12 months they had an earning per share of 8 naira 70 kobo and they declared a dividend or a distribution of 8 naira 10 kobo now the second rate on the floor of the nigerian exchange group is um, UPDC rate or UACN property development company rate. Now this has a present price of 6 naira and the earning per share in the last full year period was about 72 kobo out of which they paid a dividend of um, 59 kobo. Now the third rate that is listed on the floor of the Nigerian Exchange Group is Union Homes rate and that has a present price of about 36 naira 60 kobo and in the last completed financial year they had an earning per share of 2 naira 7 kobo out of this they paid out a dividend of 1 naira 86 kobo so those are just the three rates that we have listed on the floor of the nigerian stock exchange at the minute what are the advantages of investing in rates now the first is that the income generated by REITs are tax-free and um, the dividends they pay out or the distributions they give out to their unit holders also comes tax-free to the investors into that rate. Um, this is unlike investing in regular companies on the floor of the Nigerian Stock Exchange where these companies have to pay a tax and then when they declare any dividend, these dividends are also taxed. So the investors are taxed when a dividend is declared as well. The only exception to this will be companies who have waivers or who have exemptions from the government for one reason or the other. So people who want to you know, take advantage of this tax-free investment should look at investing in a REIT. Now, the second advantage is that um, the funds and the properties are professionally managed. If you are an individual landlord who owns a building, you need to be thinking of the cost of maintaining that building. You need to think of the cost of, you know, acquiring tenants, the cost of getting your rents as at when due from your tenants. In rates, the properties are professionally managed. So we have professionals that do all this. So you don't have to worry about this. All you just need to do is invest in the fund and get your dividends. So it's professionally managed. There's someone doing every other thing. The cost of maintenance the cost of tenant acquisition, of you know, rent collection, it's borne by the fund generally and not by you as an individual. So this gives you know, quite some peace of mind and um, the professionals take care of every other thing. The third advantage to investing in a REIT is that um, due to the market cycles, as we have explained earlier, the property market or the real estate market has its own market cycles which is very different from the market cycles of the stock market in general. So it's highly unlikely that both asset classes, that stocks and real estate, would undergo a bear market or a downturn simultaneously. So investing in a REIT can be used as a hedge to protect against putting all your capital in equities and having a bear market and you know losing quite a lot of money. So they can act as check and balances against each other. When the stock market is down, there is a chance that the real estate market might be up. When the real estate is down, the stock market might be up. So you can allocate your capital in a way that you hedge against the risk of a downturn in the stock markets by investing in the real estate market through a REIT. 
because they have a fixed number of units which are limited on like regular companies on the floor of the stock market which have larger outstanding shares REITs are not as liquid as regular companies on the floor of the Nigerian stock exchange so because of this even when there is a downturn in equities the price of REITs on the Nigerian markets tend to be a little bit resistant it doesn't decline as much as other regular companies decline when there is a general downturn in the market so this is just another hedge that investing in REITs can give you, especially when you balance it up with investing in equities generally. Now, the fourth advantage that investing in a REIT gives you is that it assures you of good distribution. REITs are expected to distribute 90% of their income. So 90% of whatever earning per share that REITs make within a financial year is sure to be distributed to unit holders. So if you're an investor looking for a source of regular income year in, year out, REITs is the way to go. 90% of the profits after paying all the professional fees for management, paying you know the fees for maintaining the property and all this, 90% of the profits will be distributed as dividends each year. So it provides a stable and almost predictable source of income every year. Now, the fifth advantage is that because REITs have a very simple business model, and that's just because 90% of their investments are in real estate, 10% are in fixed income securities, it's easy to understand the REIT. So for someone who is beginning or who is a beginner at investing, REITs might be a good place for you to start looking at the financial statements. Their financial statements are straightforward, easy to understand. The industry is straightforward and easy to understand. So it might be a soft landing for someone who is learning the ropes about equity investment, investing in the stock market. Now, what are the disadvantages of investing in a REIT? Now, the first is that the REITs are quite illiquid, as we have said earlier. They have small amount of outstanding units, so it might be difficult getting into the REIT or getting out of the REIT when you want to sell Investing in a REIT, you should think of it more as a, as a long-term investment uh, due to it being quite illiquid. Another disadvantage of investing in REIT is that because of the fact that they are illiquid, they are not as volatile as um, other regular equities on the floor of the stock exchange. And um, due to the lack of volatility, the price doesn't go up or go down as much as other companies on the exchange does. Um, so what this means is that if you are looking for capital appreciation, investing in a REIT might not be the best route for you to achieve this. REITs are illiquid. REITs are not as volatile as other regular companies. The only thing it assures you is a regular, stable income year in, year out. I'll just summarize all the things that we've talked about today. We've talked about REITs. We've talked about what they are. We've talked about the three listed REITs on the floor of the Nigerian Exchange Group. And all these three REITs at the moment are all closed-ended funds. We've also looked at the advantages and the disadvantages of investing in REITs. I hope that our discussions today has you know, stimulated your interest to research further into the wonderful world of REITs and into the world of um, real estate investing. And I hope you can consider adding them to your portfolio or using them to diversify your portfolio if indeed you feel there's a need to do just that.
Thank you for listening to today's episode. You can reach us via our email address, and that's um, value Nigeria with Ajibola at yahoo.com. Written all together, no punctuation mark. You can send in your opinion, you can send in your thoughts, or you can send in topics that you want us to discuss in subsequent episodes of the podcast. Thank you very much for listening. See you same time next week for another exciting episode. Have a lovely week ahead. Bye.